0: Welcome to the Boomtown Hoops post game show. Unfortunately, we are bearing bad news. If you somehow missed the past three to four hours, the Houston Rockets won game seven by a final score of 104 to 102, winning the first round series four to three. They go on to face the Lakers. There's a lot to discuss here. We're going to get directly into feelings. Not really going to get very structured tonight because it's too emotional. Josh, talk to me. How are you feeling right now?
1: I mean, I'm crushed, obviously. I mean, the the season's over. Um, And we were talking right before we hopped on. I mean, I'm not as hurt tonight as I was the last two seasons um, just because this team was such a massive, overachieving team. The hurt tonight really stems the most from they had it. They had it, and it was, you know, this team won in clutch time all season long, and they had the game in clutch time. CP3 had a look to give them the lead. Um, Lou Dort had the three ball that hardened of all people blocks. And the last possession, I kind of ripped Shea for the inbound. He didn't have anywhere else to throw it. But like, even if that ball gets clean to Steve, what's he going to do with it with his back to the basket at the three, he's going to do nothing. Um, so it just, it just stinks to have three or more. Just trying to remember the end of the game looks at the lead and chances to win it and didn't do it. And that's exactly how they won all season. But I mean, it was an amazing season. Um, you know, no regrets with it or anything. It was it was an awesome, awesome year. And just, it just stings. It just stings. And I'm sure everybody's in the same boat there. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Sting for who? Uh, Jesse, talk to me. How are you feeling after that game?
2: Yeah, I just feel like we had it too, you know. And there at the end of the game, Russ kept missing. And I'm like, thank you. And I just thought we were going to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. we lost you. We lost your audio. Oh, no. There you are.
2: I was just saying, like, Russ was even missing, and I was like, thank you. You know, we're going to go and do that thing that the Fender have been doing all season long, but it just didn't happen tonight.
0: It didn't. It didn't. Bobby, how are you feeling? Didn't happen tonight.
3: Look, I got a shout-out to Carlton over here in the comments. He wants us to make his feelings feel better, and look... He' doesn't There's agree. a lot of I agree. I'm in the same boat. There's a lot of stuff to be upset about. It's frustrating this game is very much in grasp the thunder. But here's the thing: this isn't the end game. And honestly, I think the, here's the only person who can actually put it into words for me. Look at us. Hey,
0: look at us. Look at us. Bobby has hijacked this broadcast. <laughs> we had a,
3: we had a Lou Dort 30-piece game. Darius Baisley played excellent. And I'm not trying to be the uh you know the sunshiny excellent guy here, mm-hmm. but there there's a lot to be excited about in the future. The Thunder were playing with house money here. We weren't even supposed to be here. And um I mean it, it it stinks, it's really going to hurt, but uh you know, the future's bright and you know that's what I'm going to be holding on to for the next couple months and not uh you know Dennis Schroeder missing a shot or the Chris Paul bunny. So, you know,
0: yeah, I, I, I don't feel that that bad at all. I obviously really wanted to win, but the season was strange. Uh, Cody, where are you at right now? How are you feeling? Uh, A
4: lot of emotions, honestly. Uh, Would have really liked to win this game. It was there for the taking. You know, we only lose by two points after giving up 22 turnovers in the game and the Rockets shooting 12 more shots than us. You know, if we just take care of the ball tonight, it would have been a whole different story. Uh, Harden played terrible. And, of course, he gets the that defensive play, and that's going to be the play of the series, and it's, it's going to be so oh, sorry That was hard to super watch. Super annoying to have
1: to see that this next week. Especially he dodges the throw, too. Just right. Yeah. Uh, just brutal. He plays terrible, but he gets that play, so it's all fine. And it's so – uh, Yeah, so
4: it's just – it's a, it's annoying. But like Bobby said, I mean, yeah, you know, the future is bright. You know, if we win this series, us going up against the Lakers, I mean – I don't think anyone's going to pick us to beat the Lakers, so this one this was kind of our ceiling, I think personally. So it, it, it just would have been good to beat Harden and Russ, and to have the Houston Rockets just turn into shambles. I would have just loved it so much, but yeah, wasn't the Cinderella was, became the pumpkin tonight? So
1: I was ready, truthfully. If the Thunder won tonight, I was ready to proclaim that we did to the the Rockets what Dame did to us last year, because I think the Rockets would have blown this thing up if the Thunder won tonight. I, I'm thinking D'Antoni gets fired. Or not resigned, or or whatever their situation is there, and they might look into trading. You know, I don't know. I don't want to speak. I don't know. Well, we'll I think they would consider it. You know, this all season, but we, we will get into
0: oh. all that. We'll fire Billy Donovan later. <laughs> we'll trade Chris Paul later tonight. Oh gosh, I want to talk about this man, Lou Dort. Josh, oh. give me give me your best stump speech for dump uh, for
1: dump for Dort tonight. <laughs> 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 I know. Okay. Lou Dort is the man, okay? I mean, he comes out with just a 30-piece. In Game 7, I, what can you say? He completely just outplayed Harden in every sense of it. Clamps him on the defensive end and then doubles his points practically on the other side. He's ripping threes. For him to have the game he had a couple games ago where he went over 9 from 3 and he just comes out and does this – i lou is just i i don't know what else to even say about him i'm out of you know the right words i can't even be hyperbolic enough about him because he's just he's been unbelievable and he's without a doubt a huge part of this team as is darius Baisley, obviously sga and those three guys you know sga didn't play well tonight but those three guys were three of our better players in the series for the most part so um As Bobby said, the future is incredibly bright. And for Lou to have the game he had, I'm so happy for him because he was getting clowned a lot after his terrible game five. Just him to play like that and to ball out and completely outplay Harden and far and away he was our best player tonight. You just can't help but feel awesome for him. And, uh, boy, I'm excited to have him for a full season next year. Yeah,
0: and what was this, the youngest player in – what is that? No, it's NBA history. NBA to score thirty points in a game seven. It was the
3: most amount of points in a game seven by an undrafted rookie. No, I saw that, but he was also like, the,
1: yeah, he was also like oh, the oh, youngest. Right. Him and LeBron, I think, were like the youngest players with that amount of points in a game seven, or something. And Jason Tatum was in there. He said, like, there was like a million of those stats. It was hard to keep track of them all. But right, Chris Another Paul, guy
3: though. Chris Paul, oldest guy in NBA history with a triple-double yes. in a game seven. This is uh, all about the very oddly specific stats.
0: But Hey, no, I'm into it, though. Bobby, on that topic, though, how do you feel about Chris Paul's night? I I wanted to see him get a shot at the end of the game, but he did drop a triple-double. H- how do you feel about it?
3: I, I thought he played a steady game. Uh, I think we definitely needed a lot more out of him, uh, especially down the stretch. But, you know, it, it's it, – it's it's hard to blame him for it. He I thought he did a solid job. Uh, there are a lot of other issues with this team uh, in this game. Way too many turnovers. But um, in general, you know, Chris Paul did his job. Got the triple double. Did a decent job of navigating the uh, you know the offense. Um, so you know I'm not going to proclaim him as you know an, a, an incredible player, but he did he had a very solid you know par for the course night mm-hmm. for Chris Paul. But you know when you're trying to win a game seven you need your guy to do more than par for the course. You need him to go to that next level. And um, he just wasn't. That's okay.
0: I I think the same can be said for both of his backcourt mates, um, especially Shay. Uh, Jesse, talk to me about our guy. We've been expecting big things from him for a long time. Do you uh, have any, I don't know, do you feel the same as you did before regarding Shay? Or do you think this was just a young guy in the moment?
2: Um, I mean, honestly, I'm a little let down. I mean, if I had to watch him drive through the lane and get caught in the air one more time, I think I was gonna lose it. Um, I do think he had a pretty solid night, but I think we would all want more. And we haven't even talked about Gallo yet and his four points, which six shots isn't gonna cut it either. So
1: pretty lame. I don't know.
2: I mean, I'm not super sad because i think this season you you kind of took what you could from it but i just feel like they had it tonight and they let it go and that's the part that hurts
0: oh absolutely absolutely and, and on that point cody gallo goes off in game six we we're playing the song you guys were playing the song everybody was getting ridiculous tonight four points completely disappeared what happened there
4: Honestly, I don't know. Uh, He's been so up and down in this series. It's just, you can't rely on him. And that's just, you know, kind of crazy considering he's one of the more reliable guys uh, in the regular season. I don't know if it was a rhythm thing. I don't know if it's just, you know, the four month layoff and then coming back into basketball just wasn't able to get his shots going. It's just very sporadic. And uh, yeah, he even, you know, misses a free throw to send the game into a one point deficit with the last shot going in. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just super frustrating. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what he does this off season for sure. Oh,
0: for sure, for sure. He could be an expensive piece. Um, let's see here. We fire Billy. Who? Josh. We fire Billy.
1: Well, it's not firing. It's just not re-signing. <laughs> okay, I like so that's that. different. I think, and I think that does matter. I think that makes it easier to do it if you wanted to. I wouldn't hate it. I don't think they will. I think that they'll bring him back, but I would not. I wouldn't argue with it if they did. He did some really dumb things tonight. I mean, how is Baisley not in the game more? He doesn't play the entire third quarter. Um, And after he has such productive minutes in the first half, Baisley, anybody with eyeballs can tell you that Darius Baisley had a great series. And New Noel had a horrible series. Let's put Baisley in the game more. But then after Baisley sat for like over an hour of real time, he's in in the fourth, like the middle of the fourth quarter. It just didn't make any sense. Um, he did a lot of goofy things. Why is Steve even on the floor at the end of the game? What was the point with that one second? What was he going to do? So I didn't understand that either. He does goofy things all the time. I think he's like a perfectly fine coach, but you'll never win a title with him. Um, I, I I would like I said, I think they'll end up bringing him back. But I would be I would I would encourage them to look at what's out there and, and think about it at least.
0: Well, on the subject, what do you think the design was on that last play? He only had 10 minutes to draw it up. So you, you
1: know. I, uh, I have no idea because it seemed like nobody was coming for the ball. And then Shea kind of got, I, I ripped Shea for the pass, but I have since calmed down a little bit and given him a slight more pass on it because he really did have nowhere to go. And he just tried to get it to somebody and not get the five second because it just, I don't know. It was, I can't remember if it was Gallo or CP3 was like in the corner and it just, CP3 Dennis and Gallo are all out there. Somebody's gotta get open. to Something. I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know what happened. And, and
0: throwing it to Adams makes sense with a little bit more time on the clock. We've seen yeah, it because he in can that, dish it off. Yeah. That Russ game winner in Denver, you know. Singler goes to Adams, Adams mm-hmm. goes to Russ, <laughs> exactly. everyone yeah. celebrates. But you but know, that, time for that. Uh, let's see. Dylan wants to know, Bobby, are you still eating a cake? Or I think we determined you were going to eat all the ingredients of a cake, not it, yeah. was, it, it was
3: going to be, like, eggs, flour, all of that individually. So, look, I, I was willing to put that on the line for a Thunderwind. It didn't happen. So maybe hedge fund that's a bit. But, no, yeah, cake's completely out of the question. After this, I feel like I ate the ingredients of the cake already, like, just um, in emotions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Put it in <laughs> the bank. Save it for next year when they get out of the first round.
3: It, and, yeah, for sure. And I got to say this about – I just want to chime in on Billy – the thing that drives me nuts about that Baisley thing, we knew at the start of this series that I, I, all of us, at least all of us Jamokes, thought that Darius Baisley was going to be very solid at the five. He turned out to be very solid at the five. We we yeah. had we had six and a quarter games or six and a half games of Darius Baisley being a, an effective piece at the five. How do you not have Baisley in there? It drives me nuts. It, it, it reeks of Scott Brooks and it makes me
1: so frustrated. <laughs> so I it's like, it's, and it's like not to just keep piling on it, but it's like it'd be one thing if Steven Adams and more specifically if Nerlens Noel was doing something. And Nerlens, I don't know if he did a single productive thing the whole series. Like I can't he's doing believe. Things. Just not produ- <laughs> Yeah, positive things. Yeah. I mean, he was just giving us nothing. He's not getting rebounds. He's not blocking shots. He's got two left feet. I've been saying that. Two left hands, two left feet. Um, I just, there's no way it could have at the very worst been a lateral move. So I I just, it made no sense.
3: It's just frustrating when something is so obvious before the games are even played. It Plays out over an entire series and then nothing changes. It's just, we're a bunch of idiots with a little
1: stream yard and (laughs) And we know better than (laughs) Billy it feels like.
3: And that's how every
1: one of these Billy Donovan series has felt very similar to that.
3: It's not as bad as playing Kendrick Perkins against Udonis Haslam at the 5 for an entire NBA final, but it feels really frustrating. I'm sorry, I know I'm I'm the optimism
0: guy. (laughs) I'm just very upset. (laughs) Cody, Jesse, do you have anything to add to this?
4: I'll let you go first, Jesse, if you want to.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Just um... madness. I mean, I wasn't a Billy fan going into the season, but I really kind of bought into it this year. So I think he let me down this series too, because just like Bobby said, it's so frustrating to sit there and have these problems and those still be your problems in game seven. And you haven't like really made any adjustments. So I know they were right in this game, but looking at it all, it is frustrating to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cody. You firing Billy someone. I'm on the Billy train, so.
4: (laughs) I think Billy's a good developmental coach for young guys. Uh, You know, we've seen it over the years. Jeremy Grant really improved a lot. I think Shea's improved a whole bunch. I even think Dennis has uh, improved his game a whole bunch since coming over to the Thunder. You know, hopefully we can continue that uh, with whoever we have the coach, Uh, if it's Billy or if it's someone in the future, you know, to help Dort, uh, Baisley, and Shea really grow their games. That being said, I mean, Billy made some just dumb – Lineup choices throughout the series. I mean, it was just like you—you pe- you have Dort and you have Adams out there for a significant amount of minutes. Neither one of them can really shoot. I mean, I know Dort. Are you kidding but, me? I okay. It's a a thirty point game from <laughs> Blue Dort. <laughs> but I mean, I just
1: just I'm flabbergasted. I yeah. So. And 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 you know, people will say he was almost coach of the year. He was a finalist. You can miss me with that because Chris Paul. I think. Is really the coach of the year. Uh, I think Chris Paul's impact on the team can't be overstated. I, I mean, Billy did good things. I don't want to say nothing, but I think Chris Paul was basically the de facto coach for a large part of the season.
0: Yeah. And if you're going to make a change, it would make sense to make it now. Yeah. Given the young pieces, the draft picks that you've got coming up, you would want to settle Enough. into something, a, a new system, a new culture. I think he's coming back. We'll I see. Too. He's a Presty guy. Sorry, if there man. is one. Company man. Yes, sir. All right. So before we say goodbye, I'm just going to let everyone have the floor for just one big thing from tonight. Parting thoughts on the series before we pick back up in a later show and discuss the season as a whole. So Bobby, start us off here. What's your one big thing from the se- series here?
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get into the season, uh, in, at a later date, but for the series, um, Look, if this was a normal year where we were looking at this as um, not a weird, fluky, you know, point two percent year, I think we would look at it as a series of missed opportunities. However, I'm looking at this as the absolute cornerstone to what could be a really great future in Oklahoma City. This was a year where we 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 took something we 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 took something into the unknown without Russell Westbrook, without Durant, without Harden, we went into a season, completely stripped everything bare. And, you know, we, 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 we went in and had an excellent year. We uh, I think it was a transformative year for the Oklahoma city thunder franchise. Uh, I think we all, you know, kind of grew up a bit. And at the end of the day, We have a lot of really great pieces in Baisley and Dort and obviously Shea Gilgis-Alexander and our 40 million draft picks. And if you ask me right now, um, if you ask me right now at the end of the season, who feels better about the future, it's going to be Oklahoma city over Houston, Houston. I, I don't, I don't see this thing going beyond next round. It's, it's not tenable uh they're gonna blow up but the thunder our future is here and we gave it a hell of a run and uh i'm incredibly proud of the guys uh and the best is yet to come it it really i feel like um this season showed that you know the the thunder is more than just russell westbrook or kevin durant it's it's about it's about this team it's about this community it's about the philosophy and um, it's going to be here long after every single player here is gone. You know, this is this is about an organization, and uh, you know, I, I think it. I think I think it was a big point in changing that. So that's my soliloquy on that.
0: All right, speak on, speak on, Jesse. How are you feeling?
2: I just want to talk about Lou because if you told me that he had thirty points and Harden had what seventeen. Yeah. I would have thought that we would have come out with the win. Now, I do think if he was going to bait the Rockets into leaving him open for Game 7 like he could have told us you know, earlier in the series, but I'm trying to think positive, and that's my takeaway from this series. He didn't shoot great, but he pulled it together for Game 7. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's going on <laughs> over there? <laughs> my lamp, my lamp is is going on and off on its own. I don't, I don't, it's <laughs> I don't know. Me. It's just you, and yeah. Attracting <laughs> me too, Cody. What's your one big thing from the series? God.
4: i really just like the fight of the guys i mean you go down 2-0 and a very bad looking 2-0 and then you force a game seven and you have a very good chance to win a game seven uh you know it's just good to see the guys rally around each other and really fight to win um it definitely looked like we were the hungrier team towards the back end of that series and uh you know we talked about it after game six you know we couldn't have 19 turnovers again and expect to win and we had more turnovers and lost the game so I think that's really what it comes down to is just we were pretty careless with the basketball and um, just couldn't get the shots to fall whenever we needed them to. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a, an awesome future. We have, I think it's up to 15 draft picks in the next seven drafts. I mean, its and that's not including what we might get for some of these guys that we happen to trade at, say, um, you know, the draft or sometime next year. So I'm a, a very optimistic on the future, um, you know, just looking forward to it.
1: As am I. Josh? Yeah, like you said, we'll talk more about the season stuff uh, later. But as far as just this series, I just – I love how they just refuse, refuse to die so many times. I mean, you drop those first two games, and we sat here in this post-game show after – oh, geez, that's a take right there. (laughs) Uh, We we sat here in this post-game show. After game two, and I was honest in that, I thought the series was over. I didn't think we were going to get a game. Thought it was me a sweep. And they came back, got the next two. They got smashed in the face in game five. Came back, got game six. And then tonight just battled and battled and battled. And they just, they went down swinging. You can definitely not say that, that they didn't uh, give it the, all they had to the very, very end. So from that perspective, it was, it was awesome. I've extremely encouraged from how Dort played in this series and how Baisley played in this series SGA is weird because he had several really good games and several really bad ones. And even tonight he hit a huge shot. Was it to go up one or to cut it to one? I can't even remember. Uh, Um, I don't know. It was a big three toward the end. Yes. Yeah. And that's something that I said before the season is that I felt this season would be a success if they made the playoffs and just had a competitive first round series, very similarly to that season. That's like the exact season I had in my mind. And we got that. How could you? I mean, we were one shot from winning this game and going to the second round. We won as many playoff games this year as we did with Russ and PG combined. And that's with Insane. Lou Dort being our best player for some of these games. <laughs> for tonight, he was our best player. So oh it's impossible. I mean, I feel as good after a series loss as really you could possibly feel. And uh, I look forward to talking about the future and the season as a whole uh, more here coming up. But, you know, tough, tough loss. But, boy, they gave it all they had. And, I mean, we traded our best player to this team and took all their picks and almost beat them. We were that close. That's not supposed to happen. Rockets fans are very unsatisfied with this series, even though they want it. And that should make us all feel good inside.
0: And it does. Their unhappiness generally makes me
1: happy. Also, Harden played terrible. And Russ was awesome. So let's – Let's get off Russ's back a little bit. Uh, before we
0: go, though, I'm just going to bring this back. This is my favorite comment that we've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> Steven Adams is an Australian Kwame brand. <laughs> He's better than that. Cliff <laughs> <What> if needs
1: <God laughs> <tried it> to <laughs> learn his <laughs> oceanic nations?
0: No, New, New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what makes it so wonderful.
1: Steven <laughs> Adams <laughs> was just born like 10 years too late. If he just played in the NBA like 10 years ago, he would he would be a – talked about much more highly than he is. He just isn't really a fit in today's NBA all the time. There are teams that he makes sense against. This was not one of them. No, it was bad. Bad draw for him.
3: He'd be great against the 2010
0: Lakers. Yep. I'm just saying. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that is it for this evening. We are going to get out of here. Everyone needs to go to sleep. Think about this. I think we're going to be all right, guys. This is a season that we can be proud of, but I'm not going to do all that tonight. We're going to get into that later. So yeah. Get some sleep like I said. I was joined by Bobby and Josh and Jesse and Cody and my name is Weston. We got one more comment here. No, nope, not important. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. It's just